Zen out, zen in. Breathe in the good energy and out the negative. Are you ready? Are you ready? Hi, friend. It's me, Jen, and we're back for another episode of the podcast. I am here today with Bree. It's just Bree and I. It's just me and Jen. Just us two gals um, doing our thing, coming together to rant and rave. We do have Sonora, our silent engineer. She's on standby letting us know what we're doing well and what we're doing wrong. Um, so anyways, Bree, tomorrow is the 4th of July. Yes. We do not have to go to work. No work. Before we talk about work, before we rant and rave about work, do you have plans tomorrow? Are you doing something? Uh, right now, it, it's up in the air. I was going to possibly go camping for the day in Joshua Tree, but I haven't heard from Ooh. my friend uh, to find out what she's up to. So might be doing nothing, might be doing that. Probably won't know till tomorrow morning okay. or late tonight. So. so you're winging it. Winging it. Sounds good. I'm winging yeah. it as well. If it turns out doing nothing, then depending on how much time I have, I might try to go for like an early morning hike maybe mm -hmm. just to do something different. Yeah. But well, the sun's out. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Okay. Right. You don't like I'm excited because I love the sun. Not to be confused with heat because I do <laughs> not love heat. Horrible. But I do love that the sun has been shining. Um, yeah. We are seeming to come out of this gloomy gray funk that we've been in that is making me want to die. The June gloom was real this year. It was bad. Yeah. And it has not been bad like that for as long as I can remember. And we no. live in mm -hmm. We live in we live inland where the gloom doesn't really get thick like that, but we both work on the coast. Yes. So we are very used to it being sunshiny at home and then getting to work and it looks like the apocalypse. Yeah, but it's been like that everywhere. Everywhere. The entire like Southern California region has been this way. For like a month straight. I can't do it. I need the sun. I need that vitamin D. I'm deficient. I'm taking supplements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking <laughs> vitamin D supplements. Like I think everyone's deficient in vitamin D. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I really loved like the prescription my doctor wrote for me for my vitamin D. Like she underlined that I needed to take a certain amount every day for the rest of my life, yeah. and like underlined it twice right. like the rest of my life. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm she on really like means it. Five thousand units or something like that. So I have to go back. Mm -hmm. She was actually really upset with me because I went and had my checkup, and I did not do any of the things she asked me to do, and the blood work showed it. <laughs> The blood doesn't lie. The blood, does <laughs> the blood lie. doesn't lie. And she's like, you're not listening. You're not following instructions. And then I got kind of scared. So then I went and got the supplements. Yeah. So now I'm taking my iron and my vitamin D and a bunch of other stuff we don't need to get into. What are you drinking over there? I am drink drinking. <laughs> I am drinking simpler wine. It is an Italian wine cocktail flavored like peach. Tasty. Tasty. Different. Never had wine or a wine cocktail out of a can before, so it's a new experience. Would you drink it again? I'll drink it today. <laughs> <laughs> Would you purchase this drink with your own money? Probably not. Okay. Fair enough. But if it was like in a pinch or 
whatever, just grabbing something. In a pinch. <laughs> you needed it that bad. It's like all, everything else I want from the store is gone, and all that's left is this. I'll be like, why? So it's kind of a no. I don't think this is going to be in your arsenal anytime it's no, soon. No, it's not something that I would go out and seek. Okay. But if I was somewhere and somebody's like, oh, hey, I have this, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll drink it. Okay. Fair. It was in the in the crisper in the refrigerator. I don't know whose it is, where it came from, how long it's been there, but I'm drinking water, room temperature water. I'm just taking a little bit of a break from the alcohol for a little while. Not for any particular reason. I just I feel like I need water. I had kind of been on a little bit of a bender and like eating and drinking and doing all kinds of fun stuff. And then my body was just like, you need a vegetable. You need all the vegetables you can get. So I've been really increasing my vegetable intake, and it's been making me feel good. That's good. Yeah, and I've been eating. Um, I've been eating more seafood instead mm-hmm. of like red meat and chicken and stuff like that. That's been really good. So, anyways, um, I noticed that you were digging around in your pants <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were <laughs> digging around in my pocket. You were digging around in your pocket mm-hmm. and you pulled out two little rocks i have two little rocks y- you have some crystals with you here i do i have a little piece of rose quartz and a little piece of fluorite okay why do you have those in your pocket it's all part of my little get myself better aligned with myself kind of journey i'm going on and we're having a little bit of a you know get in touch with your feelings moment Yay, in please. life and trying Love to it. figure out stuff i'm looking at possibly going to therapy and all of the stuff that you know is supposed to help you mm-hmm. so i figure do you, do you why not carry around a crystal or two if it makes you feel better right it's no harm no it hasn't uh, harmed anything so far right no it just dug into my side at <laughs> an uncomfortable but when I sat down, I was like, okay, I got to get this out of my pocket. Have you been uh, resistant to those types of therapies in the past? Like, what made you want to try something different? I have gone through traditional therapy before when I was younger, dealing with um, different issues from, like, abandonment issues with my dad to depression when I was a teenager. And it helped, but I was never fully honest with the therapist mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. – I always feel like, even though they're supposed to be impartial and biased, we know there's, you know, a little bit of judgment that comes with the territories. You know, they're human, too. But it was more of a, I couldn't admit to myself my own problems and didn't want to admit what was wrong with me because I had no way of knowing how to fix it, and I didn't trust the therapist to help me fix it. Mm. And I'm like, I don't want to go through this stuff. So now in my early 30s, I'm like, okay, we're still dealing with crap from when you were a kid, so maybe it's time to actually... Pull those boxes Pull out of the closet. Box. Bree, take that duct tape off take that the duct box. Tape off. Examine it. Call yeah. it what it is. But I'm trying all avenues. And therapy is an option. Jay and I have a Reiki session on Saturday. Mm-hmm, we do. To give that a try. I've never done it, but it's, you know, it's helped people for centuries. So. What exactly is Reiki? I don't even, I mean, I'm going and I'm not even sure. I'm just open to it. It sounds neat. Yeah, so it's, I don't even think I'm going to be able to explain it properly. Okay. But it's basically, you're going to lay on the table like as if you were going to get a massage or like acupuncture or something, but they're not going to like physically touch you Mm -hmm. in any kind of way from what I know. I don't know. 
how this person does it. Thank you, Groupon. Yes, the Groupon, Groupon came through. The Groupon made me do it. <laughs> so, and I had been interested in trying it for a long time, um, just because it's supposed to help find, you know, blockages in the channels in your body where like your chi is blocked up, and mm -hmm. um, to release that and help. It's supposed to help with like emotional pain, so your body remembers trauma in different ways. There's mm -hmm. physical trauma, but there's also physical effect of emotional trauma, and so reiki is supposed to help with both, but in particular emotional traumas and helping the body to heal from that. Okay, well, I'm super excited. I've never done it before, but I'm very open to trying alternate um, types of therapy. I have done therapy on and off for many years. Um, I've had a couple of really, really great therapists that I think really helped me through um, some tough times, and I'm always a proponent of therapy, but you really do have to be totally honest and have that trust in your therapist. And sometimes it is a trial and error situation where you'll have a therapist and you'll just know within a couple of sessions that this is not going to fit. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you'll meet one where like talking to them the first time is just like talking to a friend or like someone that you trust. Yeah. I really like therapy. I'm actually trying to get back into therapy myself. It's just so expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. Even if you have insurance, like you have a copay, mm -hmm. you know, and if you want to go regularly, that's definitely something that you have to keep in mind. So therapy is awesome. I've been meditating more. Have you tried meditation? I've never tried meditation. Okay. It's something my mind goes too quickly. I can never get it to settle long enough. Mm -hmm be able to really get into it. Okay. So I prefer to do guided meditations mm -hmm. because I too, my mind is going a thousand miles per hour. So it's nice to have someone to walk you through what you should be doing. You know, breathing practices, whether it's like a visualization meditation, but I find that doing that for like 15 or 20 minutes in the morning really kind of just gives my brain a break. And you would think like waking up in the morning, you would not have a ton of stuff on your mind. <laughs> uh, not the no. case. I always <laughs> have a million things going on up there. So I just try to start my morning off with like a nice relaxing meditation. I read something that I find interesting, informative and inspirational. And that's how I like to start my day. Now, shit can take off real quick and go downhill. <laughs> but I mean, I always feel like I try to give myself a you're at least starting the day on a good note. Exactly, on my terms. Now, once I get in that car and get on the road and get to work, I mean, that's that's out of my hands. So, But I do try to do what I can to um, start off on the right foot. So, Well, I'm excited for your yourself journey. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay. We're, I wasn't even going to tell anybody I was doing all this for, for that reason. Yeah. It was just kind of a... Like, I'm going to work on this and work on myself and see if I can get myself to a place where I'm okay with just me. Yeah. It, mm. Yeah. There's, it's a hard, it's a long road. Yeah. And I don't even know if you're ever really, you don't get to like a finishing point, but you do get to a point where you accept who you are, mm -hmm. accept the things you can't change, um, and different things will come up. So We're excited yeah. for you. Yay. Have to keep us updated. I shall. We'll have to tell everybody how the Reiki session goes. Yes. <laughs> oh, you got to. 
I have Bree's phone right in front of me, <laughs> and she just got a, a like on OkCupid. So this is the perfect segue, <laughs> because before we started recording the show, um, we were all kind of just looking at our phones and, and looking at some of the messages that we've been receiving dating-wise, and... <laughs> <laughs> Someone in this circle got a uh, really interesting message from someone who really enjoys feet. They really enjoy feet. Really is an understatement. Yeah. This person wanted you to know right off the bat that he enjoys feet. I appreciate that he put it out there. It was very like, here you go. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I like. Because I can be like, all right, now, if you that's something I want to explore, exactly. sure. You can I'm decide not. if that's for you or it's not for you. And so, yeah, having said that, it is kind of nice when people put things out on the table right away. Um, we had a lot of photos. They were explicit. I don't know mm. if that's the word. They were. <laughs> each one got <laughs> to a new degree of, oh, <laughs> as you're scrolling through. It was very like, okay, all right, so here's what you like. And then I was like, oh, oh. oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it really did. And I can attest to that because I looked at them and had the exact same reaction. Yeah. There's no kink shaming on this show. No. If you like feet, do you boo? That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But someone else had sent a message <laughs> detailing their their kinks. It was it's somewhat of a resume of kinks. Can we look at the resume yeah, of Yeah, let me I pull up the resume of Kings. really like to see it. This time around on OkCupid, I see more and more guys looking for either female-dominant relationships mm-hmm. or they're submissive looking for, like, a dominant female. And Interesting. I definitely appreciate people putting, you know, what they want out there. That's what, you know, these sites are for. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm looking for. And if you're somebody who's interested in that, then you can, you know, connect with them. But I'm seeing it more and more and more. That's really interesting. And OkCupid is one of those sites that does ask you a gazillion questions about so stuff like many that. Questions. So you can be like, no, this is not my thing. Please do not match me with anyone, you know, like strongly disinterested or what have you. So, okay, I have uh, the list of the resume of kinks in front of me. So, this <laughs> it looks <laughs> like it's a it looks like it's a quiz and it um <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it gives you uh, a percentage rating on each kink. So, we'll call him sir. Okay, his top kinks, he scored 104 kinks. <laughs> okay. The first kink is switch. I don't know. Can you explain to me what switch is? So it is the going from being the dominant in whatever you're doing, the relationship, role, game you're playing that night, to being the submissive. So you go back and forth from being, you know, in charge to taking, you know, orders from being the person on top to the person on the bottom. You can flip around. Right. So you're not stuck in one pattern. No. Okay. I dig that. You can switch it up. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Okay, this, I have no idea what this is. Rigor. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Bree? <laughs> First, let me tell you, when <laughs> I saw that from our friend that showed us this list of kinks, 
I first thought of rigor mortis. Oh, Brie, why would you go there? I mean, that could be a kink. That's, that's not a kink. That's actually <laughs> bad. That's a crime. That's not good. <laughs> not so much for the dealing with the necrophilia okay, side of it. More good. of the somebody is like, can't move. Like you're in a position like or a way stuck, that you're like, like you're stiff. Like you're stiff. Like exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Somehow I feel like that's worse than what you're actually going to tell me the actual thing is. I know. So my brain is a lot worse than what this thing is. Oh. But it's oh a man. more extreme <laughs> form of uh, rope tying. Much more innocent than much rigor mortis. But no, but if you're somebody who's really mm-hmm. into tying ropes, like mm-hmm. part of it is being able to not, it's getting not the person to not being, to not move, to not be gotcha. mobile. It's a turn off for the person doing the tying and it's a turn off for the person being tied. Right. So, Okay. The third kink he scored 100 in is daddy mommy. That needs no explanation. No. We can breeze right on past that. <laughs> Okay, and then the fourth one he scored top in is experimentalist. I'm assuming that just means he likes to experiment. He likes to try new things, or does that have a more specific That's what I'm getting from that is is somebody who is up for trying new things. Okay. I mean, he seems pretty adventurous. I mean, from here on. I mean, okay, so we're just going to work our way down the road. The first time I read experimentalist, I thought it said exhibitionist. Okay. Which... Falls under that whole kind of thing. What is a brat tamer? I'm not sure. I haven't looked this one up yet. This is where we pull up the Urban Dictionary. It's time to consort with the Googs. Okay. I'm actually afraid to type this in because Lord knows what's going to come up. But let's do it. Brat tamer. <laughs> it's a form of role play. Okay, it says, within the BDSM culture, a brat tamer is a dominant who disciplines a naughty or disobedient submissive partner, also called a brat. Okay, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. It's essentially what it sounds like. Yeah, that makes sense. A rope bunny? I don't think that needs any explanation. That's, I'm assuming someone who either likes to do the tying or likes to be tied up. Rope scares me. I do not like being okay. restrained. It says a man or woman who enjoys being bound with rope for a sexual or non-sexual pleasure. Okay. A sadist. <laughs> that <laughs> needs no explanation. We all know what a sadist is. A voyeur. Mm-hmm. Primal. In parentheses, hunter. What is that? <laughs> like, I know where my brain is going, but... To the dark side, as clearly. <laughs> as we know, your, my look on your face is telling me it's scary. You don't want to know what goes on on in my brain. Sometimes it's yeah. All right, so primal is a type of sexual kink which involves becoming animalistic during sex. Can include scratching, biting, general brute force, and animal noises, howling, okay. growling, growling. Yeah, that's a no for me, guys. No breath. Someone likes it. Someone likes it. More than one someone is yes. the thing. Well, he got a 90% on the primal hunter. Next on the list is owner. That makes sense. I'm assuming that has to do with dominant and submissive culture. And then next is dominant. And then under that is degrader. Debris <laughs> your face. I wish everyone could see your face of degrader. <laughs> <coughs> Not for me. Not for Not me for either. Me. But... Is this for you? Safe and consensual? Yep. 
go for it. Pet. It just says pet. <laughs> I, I mean, it just says pet. Let's move on from that. Um, exhibitionist. Got it. Boy, girl. Seems simple enough. Okay. Non-monogamous. So you don't like being monogamous. You don't. It, you don't want just one person. Well, not necessarily. Don't like being. Well, monogamous. you. That's mm-hmm. you get but arousal sure. in not being monogamous. Monogamy isn't for everybody. That's fine. Primal prey. Does that mean you like to you like to be scratched and growled at and bit? Probably. Yes. Yes. It's still a no for me, dog. Submissive. Age player. Oh boy. Okay. Masochist. Brat. Degrady. Master mistress. Slave and vanilla. Oh, okay. So vanilla is at the is dead last. <laughs> <laughs> With a whopping thirty nine percent. Vanilla is not for him. That's no. he doesn't want that. No. He doesn't want that. I I think that's funny that he um not only took the quiz, but then decided to share it with someone he felt could be a potential partner. Oh, this was posted on the profile, like in the photos as you're scrolling through. It's like, boom, right there. So it's not a, oh, I'm talking to you. Oh, here, by the way, is what I'm interested in. It's like, hey, world, here you go. It's me. I am who I am. Respect. I respect it. You guys, it's never a dull moment on the dating sites. Never. It's just like let's all just agree that the okay cupid like percentage matching is total bullshit. Something's definitely off there. So there's no way. I think it's nice to be able to go through like a person's questions if you are like paying to be able to see mm-hmm. that and you can tell based on what questions they've answered, their answers, whether or not you guys might get along. But percentages is all based on what you've answered in common. And if somebody has answered a lot of one type of question mm-hmm. and you may have answered three, but you agree yeah, on those three, you're totally going to have a high percentage. Right. I look at those and then I read like the profiles and I'm like, what the hell is this guy thinking? No, <laughs> no, no, sir. No. So speaking of profiles, I'm just curious, like, what do you have in your profile? What? What are you putting out on the table? What in there is like, this is, I'm free and this is what you need to know about me before you even attempt to seek me? Nothing too specific. Mm -hmm. I purposefully left it pretty open and vague just because in the past I've been like very open about being like, hey, I'm super into like science and I like science fiction stuff and I love history. And Mm -hmm. so any nerdy geeky things, I'm like, yeah, I like that stuff. And, but that tends to attract a certain type <laughs> with me. It is not a type I am interested in mm-hmm. pursuing. Um, and, and it's more like there are, I'm sure there's very nice, decent people, but you're coming on strong and no. Bree, you have gotten the most interesting <laughs> messages that I have ever read out of like anyone that I've known be doing this like I, I i have no words for it honestly like i will show you my profile and you've seen the messages i, I yeah. get and so w- tell me what about this and you know what this is where i'm like we should have some like guy we know come on and 
do a, a little like analysis, analysis, a little profile analysis. <laughs> okay, let's see. And I won't go into details, but I'll just give it a real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. I don't even remember what I wrote anymore. Okay, the fact that you mentioned that you've seen enough uh, potato chip rock photos yeah. cracks me up because <laughs> it's true. Everyone has a potato chip rock photo online, and it really will get you um, swiped on very quickly. What I, what I did not put, but what I really wanted to put on there was also if there's a picture with you and a tiger, you're an instant no. Why are you going and supporting, like, the drugging of a tiger for you to get a photo op? Like, the the photo choices are really just they blow my mind. I I'm like, why did you think this was the best thing you wanted to showcase? I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe there's something we're missing. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> not talking about Thank me. You, Sonora. Thank I you. am not Brie. What in the hell were you thinking when you put these pictures up? I am not talking no. about Brie. I am talking about some of the photo choices that men make when they post their profiles. Oh, God, it's bad. Brie, your photos are amazing. Thank you. I love this first one you have. You have an ultra red lip. You know, I, I love a red lip. You're giving us a bit of a sultry. <laughs> you're kind of giving me a, I'm not, you know, this is bullshit, but I'm here. But I like it. It's saucy. Your next picture, it looks like you just have a, it's a picture of you with a friend. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. Because, you know, you have to have the you know, photographic yeah, you evidence that, that you have friends. You have friends. You have a social life. Totally. There's nothing worse than just a bunch of selfies. Or, like, the pictures where it's all just you in the car. Yeah. You've taken so or many you pictures in the bed. Car. Yeah, like, no. Did you ever get out of bed? No. Like, yeah. You're wearing the same tank top in all of these. Why? Right. You have a full body picture on here. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Because we, you know, you need to know this is what you're getting. Um, so you have, this is a picture of you drinking a beverage. It looks like you're in the city somewhere. Yes, it's a cup of coffee. Oh, Brie, this picture is adorable. How come I've never seen this? I don't know. This is a great photo of Brie at the top of a staircase. Like, bitch, it's me. Sonora it, took it. I love it. That is such a great picture. Good job, Sonora. That's a wonderful picture. Oh, here's you. I think you're in Yosemite. Yes. Yes, that's very cute. You look fun. You look like you have a good time. I try. You do. Here's you. I think this is at your company Christmas party. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's a funny thing. So, April, friend of the podcast, everyone has a picture on their profile where they win. Yes. <laughs> April takes her herself holding the camera taking the photo takes the worst pictures. But when she's in the photo, they always come out amazing. I'm pretty sure I have a picture of her on my profile as well. But this is really cute. You guys are in the snow. Yeah, we're in uh, Sequoia National Park. Your pictures there. are spot on. I love it. They're great. Um, okay, let's see here. Potato chip rock, too many photos. It looks like you talk about some art things. Mm -hmm. New hobbies. Paint by number. Did you ever finish that? No, I'm still working on <laughs> it. Well, I mean, in your defense, that, Brie, that's intense. It's, it really is. It's, There's a lot. It's a lot. Like, that, when you said you were going to do that, I, I mean, I wasn't thinking you were going to get, like, the child, like, six-year-old paint by numbers, <laughs> but I did not know it was going to be that intense. Kudos to you. I think I've put in probably eight hours into oh it so God. far. What is it actually a picture of? It's a picture of a cow. It'll be cute. really pretty when it's done. Okay. I like saw it on Amazon. I was like, I need this cow in my life. 
The first thing people notice about me, I'm 99% certain it's my hair. It is absolutely your hair, and I will tell you because that's <laughs> the first thing I noticed about you when I met you. It usually is. Uh, Bree and I met through Apple and April, but the first time we met, neither of them were there <laughs> nope. when we got there. So I'm sitting at a bar, and Apple's like, my friend Bree is coming, and, um, and I'm like, well, what does she look like? Like, I don't you're really setting me up for disaster here. And she's like, you'll know it's her. She has a lot of hair. And I'm like, okay, great. So around the corner comes Brie. And I mean, it is just hair, just gorgeous hair everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, it's Brie <laughs> with all this hair. I love your hair. I've always loved your hair. <laughs> so much of it. It is such a good feature. And you've worn it long. You've kept it short. Mm -hmm. Like you're not afraid to cut it, nope. color it. Your hair is rocking. As so. soon as I'm done at this wedding, we're going to be going hair adventure. Yes. I love we'll a hair see journey. what happens. Um, okay, the lady with the hair. Yes, you're definitely the lady with the hair. You talk about the things you value, authenticity, truth, and perspective. I love that. Not going to pretend to be someone I'm not. Excellent. Because I feel like especially in the San Diego area, most people are putting up this front and this is from being on a few different dates and talking to several different people mm -hmm. and they put on this front of who they are and then when you actually get with them it's completely different oh totally and like why not just be yourself from the get-go yeah it's hard yeah. and it's not always easy but i would rather be myself and not be like hey i'm this bubbly personality right. and i'm happy all the time and just like easy breezy and i do all this stuff i'm like no you're I'm not i'm yeah. not moods i'm moody right i'm a very moody person yeah catch these moods early because they're not going anywhere okay you talk about your ideal weekend routine let's see waking up without an alarm getting some coffee or tea taking the dog to the beach going home and relaxing before heading out with friends that sounds very well rounded <laughs> you have a private thing on here which i will not say we'll just leave it there a private thing that you're willing to admit um, and then what you're actually looking for is uh, what most of us are looking for, someone to have a genuine human connection with. And I, that's exactly what I'm looking for as well. It's definitely out there. So I think your profile is straightforward. It gives you insight to kind of who you are without throwing it all out there because I don't like reading a novel's worth of information about someone in their profiles. Don't tell me everything. Let me ask some questions. Yeah. Let, let me inquire. We need something to talk about when we meet, you know. Yeah. So I think your profile is great. I mean, I can't speak to why you're getting the messages <laughs> you're getting. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, nothing in your profile is, is saying no. Would you like to look at mine? Yes. Okay. I actually just updated my photos. Ooh. It's been a while. I like your first photo. I needed a photo that looks more natural. I felt like some of my photos looked a little too glam, and I don't want to be that glam 100% of the time. So so I like the first one. You're outside. You've got your hair pulled back so you can see your face. Mm -hmm. And you're smiling. And the lighting is really good, too. Oh, that's nice. Very exciting. Got I love the second photo of you, by the way. It's one of my favorites. Aw, thank you. It's very artistic, but also very you. And mm -hmm kind of look like you're somebody who's happy in their element in your photo. Thank so you. I love it of you. It's the one that I posted on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Little shameless plug. 
full body photo. You gotta have a full body photo. You gotta have one. You've got pictures with sunglasses, without sunglasses. What is up with people in the hats and the sunglasses in every photo? Look, I I love me a pair of sunglasses. I have a ton of them, but you need to be able to see what my eyes look like. I need you to take that hat off and remove those sunglasses so I can see what your face and your hair looks like. Thank you. And here's the one with you in April. That's see, a good one April, you guys. April takes a really good photo. She's mm -hmm. a very photogenic girl, and she always looks super happy with me because you look happy. I could have been in a mood though, but you can't be. I mean, can't be in a mood when she's smiling no. like that. Like you cover up April, and it's one mood, and you yep. put April in, it's a completely different. It's just mood. pure happiness, pure joy. Like we're happy to be where we're at. Mm -hmm. We're having a good time. Yep. I really like the photos. It's from that pop-up love boutique thing. Yeah, that was that you guys really went cool. To. That was really fun. We went to a, a friend of mine and I went to a pop-up love museum. And basically, it was just like a place where you can go and take Instagram photos. But they had all of these different setups revolving around love. And it was really cute. And we just went in there and took like a ton of photos. And like, they had like a ball pit and like candles. And it was really cool. I would totally do that again. I think they're going to actually bring really it cute. back for different occasions. That would be fun. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. I highly recommend it. You want to hike? Which I know you don't love doing. No, because I look like a hot, sweaty mess. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's what I've been doing. I've been hiking. Not that I want to hike with you. I prefer to do that solo. But, you know, I tried to put a variety of photos on there mm -hmm. because, A, I have a variety of looks. I think I look different in every photo. Yes. Yeah. And depending on your mood. Right, like exactly. Where you're going, what vibe you want to feel like that night, it's completely different. I'm a chameleon, so mm -hmm. I just wanted them to know that. And now for the About Me, extroverted introvert, yes, I would agree with that. Let me get you putting out there that you're not too busy. Got the nope, hugs casual. No hookups, no casual, no friends with benefits, none of that. Racquetball? Yes. Really? That's right. You used to play racquetball I a lot. I love racquetball. I just started playing again, so if I could find someone to play with, that would be amazing. Hello, anyone out there who plays racquetball? You do have a great smile. It is one of the first things I think people notice about you. Thank you. <laughs> and then, oh, the you did the books. Maybe you just showed me books. I'm like, girl, don't ask Jen about her favorite books. <laughs> that That is like a novel's worth of information all on its own. I do. I love books. If you want to know, that's an in-person conversation. Yeah. Well, partners to be hilarious, witty, ambitious. You have to be hilarious. And a gentleman. Hilarious is the first one because it's a major requirement. If you can't make me laugh, I can't do it. Friday night? That was pretty standard Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> so last time Jen was embarrassed, she says, I spoiled a small child's joke by saying the punchline. I felt like <laughs> such a dick. Oh, my God. Uh, he was, I think he was two. Mm -hmm. I know. Sonora's clutching her pearls. It was that bad. <laughs> he was two, and we were sitting at the table, and his mom's like, Frankie, tell everyone the joke you learned. And he just lights up. He's super excited. <laughs> I don't even remember the joke, but he's like, yay, rah, 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 and he gets to the punchline, and I just, and his face just dropped. Oh, my God. And I was like. I'm going to go jump off the building now because I just ruined this child's life. It was so terrible. 
that child is going to remember that. He's going to remember forever. it. He's never going to tell a joke again. He's probably traumatized, and I feel like a terrible person to this day. But no, I like your profile. It's very honest of who you are. It's a good perspective of you. It shows the variety of things you're interested in because, yeah, some nights you do want to go out and go dancing and have fun, and another night you just want to stay in. Totally. And I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah. But I a lot of people just say that when they're like no I want I want to be a homebody and just stay at home all the time right. or they're somebody who needs to go out constantly or but with you it's like you have no problem being like let's make plans and then you know what I'm not feeling it I'm going to stay in and being we're all like okay definitely I can go either way and that's where I think the extroverted introvert thing comes in because when I'm out mm-hmm. I'm out like you know me I'm you have I no have problem talking time. to strangers. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm I'm out and I'm enjoying myself and I'm having a good time. But when I want to be home and I want to be alone, I want to be home and I want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Got to have someone that can, you know, go both ways. And the older I get, like, the less I want to be out at night until 1 or 2. Look, nothing good is happening after midnight. I can barely even stay awake that late. It would be nice to have someone where we can just stay home and watch something on Netflix, get caught up on some shows, uh, go watch a movie or whatever. But also, like, hey, let's plan a night out on the town. Haven't been downtown in a while. Let's go, you know, dancing. I love to dance, you know, something like that. But I don't think so. I mean, our profiles seem fine to me. I don't know what's (laughs) going on. I've always had this, though, where, you know, the more – eccentric types tend to gravitate towards me even in person yeah Brie, so. oh my god <laughs> your stories about you are one of those people like i don't know what it is there are people where people just i'm like how how did that happen to you how did how did you meet this person why did this happen to you i don't know like i lead a very boring like when i go out into the world it's really calm like i don't run into like i don't have weird mishaps i don't like Someone like yelled something out of the car, but every remember that night we went out in Pacific Beach. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And we were walking to we were walking to the club, which is only like I don't know maybe three or four blocks. Yeah, like maybe three or four blocks away from uh, the house. In the span of three or four blocks, no less than three incidents occurred. Yeah, it was like (laughs) one each block happened. Like I don't get this. You got proposed marriage. Yes. That was weird and yes, random. Very. I still don't understand what happened there. I don't know either. I'm like, I'm just walking. All of a sudden, I have this guy, like, coming up to me, like, taking my hand, kissing the back of it, and then, like, gets down on his knees. I was like, excuse me, sir. What is going on? Like, I have not had a drink yet. I am too sober for this yeah, to be happening. Yeah, this is too much. And this was not somebody who was, like, sloppy trash drunk no, either. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was wasn't. It was like nine o'clock. Nobody was, early. was sloppy drunk. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody else was hollering at their car, and I'm like, okay, Brie, you know what? I don't know what this aura and vibe is that you're giving off, but I don't know. The people oh, are and coming. Then there was the guy that I, I do not remember what oh he my looked God, the like. Guy inside the, the guy club. inside the place, <laughs> who I don't remember what he looked like. I, at this point, I had had a little bit to drink. We all had. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> a was lot. The, uh, this was also the night you punched me in the face. <laughs> I am to this day apologizing for that. I think I mistook you for the palm tree because I was <laughs> punching the palm tree. You were. I was. Okay. Yeah. So sorry about but that. It's okay. But no. So don't remember what this guy looked like. But somehow he gets my phone number and didn't hear from anybody for like 
a month, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, I met you at Far Fox West. Far West. It's mm. not even there anymore, I think. Right. And was like, okay, ignore. <laughs> I never answered <laughs> or replied. <laughs> and then, you know, it would be like once a week for like a month. I would get a text from oh this guy. And then dead silence. And then it started up again like three months after that. I'm like, how <laughs> Yo, that are night, you? That night was wild. Because it started off with the $3 vodkas before 10 o'clock. Yes. Hence us being out at 9 o'clock to get there to have all of the vodkas. I remember counting how many glasses we had on our table. So there were four of us. And we had like... 24 glasses. There's nothing good about that. Okay. That's that's not healthy. That's not smart. Nope. We it was the three dollars sky vodka. Oh my god, sky vodka at that. Because they were all flavored. We were doing that with like club soda and tonics. That was also the night that I decided to bring a ball of money into the club with me in my tiny little clutch purse, and I lost the money. Someone got very lucky that night yes. because I had like it had to be like two fifties in there. I remember just rolled up in a in a rubber band like a drug dealer. I have no <laughs> idea what the hell I was doing. Why I was bringing that much money outside of the house? You were going to PB prepared. Oh man, I'm st- my heart still hurts about losing that money. My heart hurts for you because I thought I did that the other night. Oh god, Woo, the pain yeah. of losing money is is hard. So um. Yes, I did punch Boo in the face. Mm. It was a mistake. It was not intentional. No. <laughs> you were punching the palm fronds, and one you went, you were really after. <laughs> I think you jumped for this one a little bit, and I, like, the right side of my face got Jen's fist in it. I can't even imagine drunk <laughs> me jumping off of the ground to hit something. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that, I mean, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. But it was definitely one of those nights where I woke up the next morning and I was just like, what are you doing with your life? This was also, like, a long time ago, (laughs) too. It was a while ago. We are definitely older and more wise now. I think we've been, I I won't say how, because I don't want to be held to this. (laughs) (laughs) But let's say we were still in our 20s. You were still in your 20s. I was definitely in my 20s. I might have, I wasn't mine. You might have been just turned 30. It was a while ago. I think I might have been 24. Mm, I think it was right before you turned 30. Like a year or so before that. Just to make the story better, I'm going to say that I was 24. That makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, fun night nonetheless, but yeah, Mm -hmm. you always, there's always, there's like never a dull moment at the club. No. There's never a dull moment. And like on one end, I'm like, that's really cool. And on the other end, I'm like, that's kind of scary. What scares me sometimes is how used to it I am now. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it probably doesn't even phase you. No, it's Where I would probably freak out, you, you're just like, uh, just, like, ignore it and, like, brush it off. It's yeah. fine. Oh, gee. It's weird. I'm like, what what vibe am I putting out into the world? Look, I, half the time, I'm just by myself yeah, doing my thing, waiting for the bus or in the store picking out a book or grocery shopping, and all of a sudden – when you were living in the apartment before you moved here, mm-hmm. I went it was for your birthday a couple of years ago, I think. I went and I stopped at the Stater Brothers mm-hmm. to get a balloon and like some drinks and scoop it over. And I had this guy following me in the alcohol aisle, being like, 
you and I, we're going to get married. Sir. Like, you need to stop dating right now. You and me, let's go do this. Like, come on, let, let me take for a date, and we'll go right now. I'm like, sir, if you don't back up out of my face. And he, like, stayed there while I was, like, picking out stuff to take. And he, like, kept following me around the grocery store. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. I was like, no. I've only had that happen a couple times, but actually it's funny you mentioned that because about a month ago I was at Walmart minding my business, getting the things I needed to get, and this I saw the dude. <laughs> so he was like clear across the store. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking towards him, and he's just standing there, and he's looking, and I'm like, okay, well, this guy's, I don't know, he's just probably looking. So as I'm approaching, he's like, you're even prettier up close. <laughs> I said, oh, thank you. And he goes, yeah, I, you know, I saw you way down there. And, like, I was waiting for you to come over here. And I am, like, trying. I am, like, booking it to get to where I need to go. Oh and I was just like, no, I can't think that that's going to turn out well for you. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> God. I'm just staring at you this whole time. <laughs> watching you like walk across the store towards me. Oh, thank you for the compliment. But there's got to be a better way. To, to get that message across. But, yeah, he followed me around a little bit, and I was just like, I was ready to just depart and go back home because I just don't play around with stuff like that because I'm not vulnerable, but eventually he followed up, and I was fine. But I was just like, what in the world? You just never know. <laughs> you never know with people. It's you try to be polite, but at the same time, it's like, no, you know, don't be polite. Like, if someone is in your personal space or saying things to you that they shouldn't be saying to you, like, you should be able to not be polite and shut that shit down. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the fear of, like, if I say something this dude doesn't like, now we're talking a whole nother situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like a real, it's like a real thin line there. Things can escalate. Yeah. Real quick. Right. You go intending from that. Exactly. You go from being in the store getting your groceries to all of a sudden there's like an altercation with like someone screaming at you or something. It's just really like, ooh, sometimes I just want to stay home and not want to <laughs> leave the house. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of characters out there and uh, you just got to navigate the world with them in it. And it's really hard definitely really makes funny. for fun stories. Yeah, like sometimes like it's fun. It's not all like, oh my god, this person's going to kill me. Sometimes no. it, it makes for a funny story. You're right. No. The whole guy in the, like, the booze aisle with the whole, we're going to get married. He's like, we're going to have kids and this. And I was like, that's a okay. lot. I'm like, this is a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, is this funny and cute? I'm like, okay. I'm like, I get it. Thank you. But w after, you know, the first two times, I'm like, okay, no, thank you. Right. Because especially at that time, I was not dating and not taking it seriously. I did not want to date this person. Right. I was just definitely not going to date this person. There was well, no. zero attraction at all. Put it on a little strong, and buddy. Then, but it's like, oh, that's nice. It's cute. But then it makes a, okay, yeah. now you need to back down. Right, right, right. Like, I gave you a chance for once and let it, like, you're overstepping the line. <laughs> it's too much. there's anything else you want to talk about i think we've covered a good array of topics kinks dating good stuff mm -hmm. good i'm good okay you good i'm good do you have any parting words parting words i don't have any right now i need to work on that i'll work on that for next time okay 
The last one? I've learned how to say Toronto. Yes. Because when I listen back to that and hear myself say Toronto <laughs> 895 <laughs> times, I swear I wanted to stab myself. If, if this is the first time you're listening to us and have come across this podcast, go back to the third episode. And if you are of a legal drinking age and are not going out anywhere, oh, Jen, you know what? Do have it. a drink or a sip of something. Every time Jen says Toronto, don't do it. Instead of Toronto, you'll be drunk and hungover. <laughs> don't do it. I was like, man, I said it like 800 times. It so was a lot. Corrections Corner, it's Toronto, not Toronto. My parting words are stay kinky, stay kinky, and stay safe. And be good to people. Don't be chasing people around with serotonin. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> so, okay, that's it for today's show, friend. Thank you for joining me, Bree. S'more, thank you for being here. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, friend. Bye.